فَكَيْفَ تَتَّقُونَ Then how can you guard yourselves? تَتَّقُونَ Taqwa is to guard oneself also, right? So how will you guard yourselves, meaning protect yourselves, in kafartum, if you deny, meaning if you live in denial of that messenger, then how will you save yourselves on yawman, on a day, which day? A day that yaj'alu al-wildana shiba. A day that will make children white-haired. The day of judgment is a day when even children will become white-haired. Why does a person become white-haired? How? What's the reason? What's the reason? It's old age. It's old age. And old age doesn't leave anybody. It doesn't spare people. Please let the child be, okay? He will go away, inshallah. But he came at the perfect time. Because children... I mean, when you see a child, mashallah, this baby was born during our course. And we've seen how this baby has grown. How he would come as a baby. And now mashallah, he's running around. It seems like such a long time, doesn't it? Five years. The day of judgment is 50,000 years. Allah is telling us here that if you deny today, then how will you save yourselves on that day? That day is so long, it is so difficult, it is so heavy, that even a child would turn gray-haired, out of distress, out of anguish, because of the length of that day. So what are you doing to protect yourselves on that day, to save yourselves on that day? What are you preparing today for the day of judgment? What? You see, when there is anything difficult that we're going through, you know, we comfort ourselves by saying that it's going to be over soon. So for example, winter is coming, and we're afraid of the cold, but we remind ourselves that it's okay. It's only a season. Within a few months, it'll be over. Exam season's going to come soon, and you tell yourself, before I know it, it'll be over. Every difficulty in this world comes to an end. The day of judgment, its difficulty is such that it is very, very long. For some, it will be for infinity, forever, never to end. And for others, very long. Because the day of judgment itself is 50,000 years. فَكَيْفَ تَتَّقُونَ إِن كَفَرْتُمْ يَوْمًا يَجْعَلُ الْوِلْدَانَ شِيبًا How are you going to save yourself? Meaning, why are you denying? Wake up. As-sama'u munfatirun bih. The word shiba is a plural of ashiyab. Shiniyaba. And ashiyab means grayness or whiteness of the hair on account of old age. As-sama'u munfatirun bih. As-sama'u, the sky. Munfatirun. One that will break apart. Bihi because of it. Because of what? Because of the Day of Judgment. Many days come and go. Important days, very major, serious, very significant days, they come and go. But what happens? The sun rises normally. The sky doesn't break apart. But when the Day of Judgment will arrive, the sky will break because of it.
Allah says, His promise is ever maf'ula, one to be carried out, one to be fulfilled. This is Allah's promise, which will come to pass without doubt. Indeed, this is a reminder. What is a reminder? These verses that talk about the Day of Judgment, that talk about the hereafter. This is a powerful reminder. فَمَنْ شَاءَ Then whoever wants, he can take إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ To his Lord, سَبِيلًا away. Whoever wants, meaning whoever wants success, whoever wants to be saved, whoever wants good for himself, then what should he do? He can اِتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا he has the choice. He can take away to his Lord. He can adopt a path, a sabil, that will take him to his Lord. Take him to his Lord, meaning that will take him to his Lord's pleasure. What does this mean? That you are able to do something. The choice is yours. Don't blame your circumstances, but look at yourself and see what is it that you can do. You know when something is important to you, you find a way, you make a way, you make time for it. So if the day of judgment is important to you, if that matters to you, then you will make a way. فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا Now, earlier in the surah, we learned about the night prayer. That how the Prophet ﷺ was instructed to perform prayer in the night and recite the Qur'an. And we know that for the recitation of the Qur'an, for every letter that a person recites, there is reward. And for every moment that a person spends in remembering Allah, then what happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers him. The angels are recording that for him. Ajr is being preserved for him. For every word of dhikr, then in Jannah, trees are being planted for a person. Saying Alhamdulillah fills the scale. What does it mean? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided so many opportunities for us to increase in reward in the hereafter. But at the end of the day, the choice is whose? It's ours. Are we going to get up and do something or are we going to sleep away? Are we going to make use of the time that Allah has given us or are we just going to keep making excuses? Until when will we make excuses? فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا You know, we tell ourselves, oh, tahajjud is not fard, right? It's not mandatory. It's a choice. If you pray, it's really good. And if you don't pray, no harm. But then, those who pray in the night and those who don't pray, are they the same? Those who recite the Qur'an and those who don't, are they the same? Those who disconnect with everything and connect with Allah, are they the same as those who don't? No. Bilal radiallahu anhu, we learn about him, the Prophet wasallam said that there was not a time that he was made to enter Jannah in order to see things. The Prophet wasallam was taken many times in order to witness different things. He said there was not a time except that I heard the footsteps of Bilal. Meaning every time he was taught something about Jannah by being taken over there, he was informed of Bilal, that Bilal has a place here. Why? And when the Prophet ﷺ asked Bilal that what is it because of which you're hopeful? 
What is that deed which you're doing? He didn't say, oh, I'm very particular about my prayers. I perform the fard. Yeah, I make sure I do my fasts. I've completed all my fasts. I make sure I recite Qur'an every now and then. What is it that he was doing? What is the sabil that he had adopted as a way to his Lord, to his Lord's pleasure? What was it? Yes, that firstly, that every time he lost wudu, he would make it. So the habit of staying in wudu, because you see, every time you do wudu, what happens? Your sins fall off. And the second thing was, that he said every time he performed wudu, he would perform two rak'ah salah. وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِعِينَ So that is the way that Bilal رضي الله عنه had adopted. فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَى رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا Imam Bukhari, what did he say? That the book that he had gathered, that he had put together, in which he had collected the most authentic ahadith that he knew of, he had collected them in that book. He said that I have prepared this as a hujjah for myself. This is what I have prepared for the Day of Judgment. And what do we think? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm doing my prayers okay. I should be fine on the Day of Judgment. I wear the hijab, I you know, sometimes read the Qur'an. I'm doing a lot. Really? If we are honest with ourselves, are we really doing something that will save us on the Day of Judgment? What are we preparing? What is it that we're doing? For worldly things, what is enough? Are three jackets ever enough? No, no, no. I can always get another one. How much money is good enough in this world? 70K? 80K? No, no, if I can get six-figure, why not? One certification I can do, I'll apply here, I'll apply there. Because we're greedy for more. But when it comes to the hereafter, even the bare minimum we don't do properly. So what do we expect? Yes. Even Imam Bukhari, every time that he wrote a hadith in his collection... You know, as he was writing his book, he was recording a hadith. Before he recorded a hadith, what would he do? In some narrations we learn he performed ghusl. In some narrations we learn wudu. But definitely salah. Two rak'ah salah for every single hadith. Imagine, how many hadith are there in Bukhari? In the thousands at least, five thousand something? He prayed to nafal. How many times? At least more than five thousand times. Imagine, this is why he had barakah in his work, that you mention Bukhari, and an average Muslim even would know about it. فَمَنْ شَاءَ اتَّخَذَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِ سَبِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ رَبَّكَ Indeed your Lord, يَعْلَمُ He knows. Indeed your Lord knows. أَنَّكَ تَقُومُ That you, O Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you stand in prayer. Your Lord knows that you stand in prayer. This is so beautiful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered His Messenger to pray in the night. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was so obedient that Allah says, Your Lord knows that you stand in prayer in the night. Allah knows that you have obeyed His command. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us commands also. What are we doing? إِنَّ رَبَّكَ يَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ تَقُومُ How long? Adna that you stand in prayer. Adna almost close to, less than, 
min from sulusayil layli. Sulusay, two thirds. Sulus is what? A third and sulusay, two thirds. Sulusay layli, two thirds of the night. So adna min sulusayil layli. What does it mean? Close to two thirds of the night. Allah knows that you do that. وَنِصْفَهُ And sometimes half of it. وَثُلُثَهُ And at other times, a third of it. The Prophet ﷺ did exactly as Allah had commanded him. The three choices that Allah gave, the Prophet ﷺ, he did them all. How obedient he was. Your Lord knows that you do this. وَطَائِفَةٌ And your Lord knows that also a group مِنَ الَّذِينَ معك, of those who are with you, meaning of the believers, they also do this. Subhanallah. Allah knows that you, O Messenger, pray in the night. And He knows that a group of those who are with you also pray in the night. Either almost two-thirds or half of the night or a third of the night. Notice how it hasn't been said all the believers, but a group of them. A group of them. Allahumma ja'alna minhum. Wallahu yuqaddiru layla wa nahar. And Allah determines the night and the day. Qaddara yuqaddiru taqdeer. To measure and determine something. Allah measures and determines the night and the day, meaning their length. So the night and the day are not always the same length. Sometimes the nights are long, sometimes they're short. Sometimes the days are long, sometimes they're short. Meaning this is something that changes over the year at Allah's command, at His decree. And because of that reason, it's difficult to remain consistent in the night prayer. Why? Because if the night is very long, then praying two-thirds of it would mean standing for several hours. Even a third of the night these days would be many hours. A couple hours at least. Right? So Allah, He determines the length of the night and the day. It is difficult. So Alima, He knew, Alan tuhsuhu, that you will never be able to encompass it. What does it mean by this? Ihsa is to enumerate, to keep record of something. And what is meant is that he knows that you are not capable of praying for two-thirds or half or a third of the night every single night. He knows that it's not humanly possible. So then, what should you do? فَقْرَأُ Leave the night prayer completely? Because that's what we have done, right? What does Allah say? فَقْرَأُ So read, recite of the Qur'an in the night. How much? مَا تَيَسَّرَ Whatever that is easy. تَيَسَّرَ تَيَسُّرْ Yusr is ease. مِنَ Quran Of the Qur'an. Meaning pray, recite as much Qur'an as you're able to in the night. So this is abrogating the ruling of praying a third, half, or two-thirds of the night. So this means that you can pray less than a third of the night also. You can pray even less than a quarter of the night also, which is why it is okay to pray tahajjud even 15 minutes before Fajr begins. You understand? 
Because from these verses, it was evident that only half or only a little bit more or only a little bit less. But that would be difficult because sometimes the nights are very long. How would a person stand in prayer for like four, five, six hours in the night? Right? So for that reason, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسْتَرَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ This is abrogating the length of the قِيَامُ layl The fixed length is being abrogated. So this means you can pray for five minutes, you can pray for half an hour, you can pray for 45 minutes. And yes, you can pray for up to a third, up to a half, up to two thirds. Basically, the choice is yours. You understand? فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسْتَرَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ now, another ease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving. Alima, He knew, أَن سَيَكُونُ مِنْكُمْ marda That there will be among you those who are marda. Marda, plural of marid. Meaning yes, sometimes some of you will get sick. And because of that sickness, it will be difficult to even stand for five minutes in the night. To even get up for tahajjud. وَآخَرُونَ And He knows that there will be others among you who will be يَضْرِبُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ who will be striking in the earth, meaning traveling through the earth. Why? يَبْتَغُونَ مِنْ فَضْلِ Seeking something of the bounty of Allah. Meaning traveling for various purposes. For business, for commerce, for learning, for different reasons. People will travel. And you know that when you're traveling, your whole schedule is upside down. Right? When you're traveling, you get exhausted. And even things that you can regularly do, you find difficult to do. So he knows that because of travel, some of you will not be able to pray tahajjud. وَآخَرُونَ And he knows that there will be others who will be يُقَاتِلُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Who will be out fighting in the way of Allah. So then what to do? Leave tahajjud completely? Because you're traveling for like a week and you're so exhausted so you're not gonna pray that entire week. And you know when you come back home then you're exhausted from the travel and... You know, then you have other things to do. So six months go by and a year goes by and three years go by and you haven't prayed the hajjud at all, giving yourself excuses after excuses. Allah says, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْهُ Yes, you cannot pray every single night. However, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْهُ But read whatever is easy for you. So this second time that this has come, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسْتَرَ مِنْهُ What is this abrogating? Praying tahajjud every single night. Remember the narration? That before, tahajjud was mandatory. The Prophet ﷺ, the companions prayed every single night for 12 months. And then this ayah was revealed. So there's two things that have been made easy over here. The first ease is, what is the first ease? The length of the tahajjud. It can be however long or however short that you want. Whatever is easy. The second facilitation is that you don't have to pray every single night. But you can pray whenever easy. And that doesn't mean that you abandon it completely. فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْهُ وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ And establish the prayer. Because now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this ease to you. Meaning tahajjud is not mandatory. But you know what? When it's not mandatory you are losing out on reward. So if you're not able to do one good deed, for whatever reason, what is it that you're supposed to focus on? Something else. And it happens in life. Like for example, you have a good habit of praying at least once a week, let's say, or at least two or three times a week. 
for example. But then what happens? You have guests over, or exams, or motherhood, right? Or marriage, or something. And then what happens? Because of that, you are not able to pray in the night. And let's say two weeks go by, three weeks go by. Those three weeks when you didn't pray at all, tahajjud, what should you do? Focus on something else that you can do. But don't deprive yourself of ajr. وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَأَقْرِضُوا اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا Establish the prayer, give zakah, and lend Allah a beautiful loan, meaning spend in the way of Allah. وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ And whatever you send ahead for yourselves, مِنْ خَيْرٍ of any good, meaning any good that you do, and you send it ahead in the year after for yourself, تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ You will find it with Allah. And if you find it with Allah, then what do you expect from Him? What do you expect your ajr to be? هُوَ خَيْرًا It is best وَأَعْظَمَ أَجْرًا And greater in reward. What is best? What is best? Doing all of these good deeds. It's better to do all these good deeds than doing nothing. وَأَعْظَمَ أَجْرًا And greater in reward. Meaning whatever good you do in this life and you send it ahead for the hereafter, that will bring you great reward. وَاسْتَغْفِرُ الله And seek forgiveness from Allah. For what? Because no matter how much good you do, you could always do it better. So seek forgiveness from Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ Indeed, Allah is forgiving and merciful. So what does this ayah teach us? What does this ayah teach us? Firstly, the fact that the hajjud is not just limited to Ramadan. The hajjud was not just something for the Prophet ﷺ. Yes, it was obligatory on him, but that doesn't mean that we never have to pray tahajjud. Because Allah says, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ It's a command, which means you must do whatever that you're capable of. Exactly. Yes, that plan, intend. Because you see, when you intend to do something, when you plan to do something, do you get it done somehow? You do, right? And if you just keep waiting, or you know, whenever I get the time, whenever I get the opportunity. You know, like you have those things sitting at home which need to be hung maybe on the wall, right? And you're like, yeah, whenever I get the time, you know, I'll get a hammer and nail from somewhere and I'll fix it up. Whenever. And then what happens? A year goes by and it's still sitting. Why? Because you never had five minutes to spare to grab the hammer and a nail and put it on the wall? Is it? I'm sure you had many five minutes. But it's because it wasn't planned. But when you plan that this weekend, I have to get this done. Then what happens? Even at 11 p.m., you'll do it. So, Plan, intend to bring tahajjud into your life also. To bring qiyamul layl in your night also. And if you intend to do it, you make a firm intention, and you sleep with that firm intention, you will inshaAllah wake up. And if you're not able to wake up, you will at least get the reward. And if you plan one day, you fail. You plan again, you fail. You plan again, you fail. One day, one day, you'll get it done. But you have to plan. Yes. 
mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes. throughout this surah that we are learning that day of judgment and in previous surahs also and first of all I was thinking I was just listening a lecture a few days before and do we ever realize I mean the scholar was saying in that lecture that do we ever realize that average age of a human being is like 70 years or 80 or maybe 100 and this short period of time is the time that we could bargain for the trillions of years of our life later in akhirah and it could be otherwise too it could be trillion of years for our test for our actual life and could be just 70 or 80 or 100 years that we could get in akhirah so i mean look at this mercy of allah subhanahu wa taala that he gave us such a short time for a test and then a lot of reward yes. for trillion of years yes. and it's in our hands how could we bargain this life exactly secondly about reading this tahajjud tahajjud these days is very easy if i mean uh, the school going children they could also plan to do it because the time has changed now mm-hmm. and the nights are longer the thing is that the hajjud also i was reading this that allah subhanahu wa taala could not give ease to us he could say that okay pray for the whole part of the night or the last Half, part of the yeah. night whatever but he is so merciful that he left it on our convenience yes. and our ease that how can but just the only thing is that he demands that just pray yes get up for me and pray for me yes so that's the beauty of allah subhanahu wa taala's mercy for us yes. thank you that his mercy that he's left it to us and really some nights you do have more time more energy you know once you start reciting you don't want to stop reciting and other times you have you're tight on time so you can recite only a little bit the choice is yours i found that during ramadan i built a good habit of waking up like exactly at fajr time and so this ramadan what i started doing is that i would set my alarm Five minutes earlier every time so it's like you're already built in the habit of waking up at the right time but if you give yourself five minutes earlier you go make wudu and you find oh look I have some extra time and so I found that by doing that I would increase the time that I would wake up just a little bit more each time and it's if you just increase by five minutes yes. you know it's such a small time but it gives you enough time to freshen up so that when you go for pleasure you enjoy it even more because you're already awake mm-hmm. Um, and so like something small like that because you have to wake up for fajr prayer yes. so you set that time and just make sure you increase the time just a little bit more yes. and this is for someone like who's studying and who stays up all night you know yeah. working or even wasting time but like yeah. even then like a small thing yeah take baby steps right start with just 5 minutes 10 minutes until yesterday if you woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning you'd have a good half an hour 35 40 minutes now you have to wake up at 5 o'clock but it's okay you can sleep a little early right wake up at 5 you have a good half an hour yes i was just thinking how people wake up for boxing day sale they sleep they wake up so early or maybe they don't sleep why because they want a best deal and if we want a best deal and this is a love and believe if we love to pray and we want a best deal we will wake up yes. it's just a firm belief yes very true i mean Just until last week, before the time changed, I was waking the kids up around 7, 7.15, sometime like that. And it was still Fajr time, right? I mean, otherwise you wouldn't even think about waking up an 8-year-old, 10-year-old for Fajr. You know, this is so easy. The length of the day and night changes, makes it so easy. She said, uh, then I decided to make tajud for tonight. So she said it was exciting to do tajud. She said, okay, when after school I went home, and after home, family said we are invited to an uh, invitation, so we, everybody have to go. She said we all go to the invitation. And when we came back, 
it was two o'clock in the morning. So she said, how you expect me like I can pray in Tajud and I come back in the morning here? She said, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, I did not miss my Fajr. So at least I did my Fajr. But my life is rotation like that. But I said, you did intention, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, accept it, but don't give up, try it for the... Yes. It's not because it's weekend, yes, so you have to do family stuff too, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. So see in your life that which days in general do you have more control over your schedule? So maybe on the weekend you don't. You're going with the family. You can't just walk out. You can't drive back yourself. You're stuck. So maybe during the week you have more control over your schedule. So plan, you know, like you have your classes planned out, you have your schedule, right? So you make time for doctor's appointments, you make time for dentist appointment, you schedule it in no matter how busy you are, because these things need to be done. Just like that, the hajjud needs to be planned. Don't just wait for that moment when in the middle of the night you'll just wake up and you'll just, wow, you'll just get it for tahajjud and you'll pray and you'll cry and you'll recite so much Qur'an. You need to plan. إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ Actions are by intentions, meaning that they begin with the intention. You have to intend. Your intention will lead to action. To plan it, schedule it. And inshallah you'll be able to do it. We also learn from this ayah that we see that, for example, Umar radiallahu anhu, he said, يَبْتَغُونَ مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ That those who are seeking the bounty of Allah. And the reason is not given. What bounty is this? Is it ilm? Is it hajj? What is it? It's just Allah's fadl. And this includes money also. يَبْتَغُونَ min fadlillah. So sometimes really because of your work, because of your studies, it does become difficult to wake up for the hajjud. But still, what does Allah say? فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْهُ Still, schedule it in. Make time for it. Read whatever is possible. Okay, let's listen to the recitation of these verses. رَبُّ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ فَاتَّخِذْهُ وَكِيلًا وَاصْبِرْ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ وَاهْجُرْهُمْ هَجْرًا جَمِيلًا وَذَرْنِي وَالْمُكَذِّبِينَ أُولِي النَّعْمَةِ وَمَهِّلْهُمْ قَلِيلًا إِنَّ لَدَيْنَا أَنْكَالًا وَجَحِيمًا وَطَعَامًا ذَا غُصَّةٍ وَعَذَابًا أَلِيمًا يَوْمَ تَرْجُفُ الْأَرْضُ وَالْجِبَالُ وَكَانَتِ الْجِبَالُ كَثِيبًا مَهِيلًا إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ رَسُولًا شَاهِدًا عَلَيْكُمْ كَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَى فِرْعَوْنَ رَسُولًا فَعَصَى فِرْعَوْنُ الرَّسُولَ فَأَخَذْنَاهُ أَخْذًا وَبِيلًا فَكَيْفَ تَتَّقُونَ إِن كَفَرْتُمْ يَوْمًا يَجْعَلُ الْوِلْدَانَ شِيبًا السَّمَاءُ مُنْفَطِرٌ بِهِ كَانَ وَعْدُهُ مَفْعُولًا إِنَّ هَذِهِ تَذْكِرَةٌ 
فمن شاء اتخذ الى ربه سبيلا ان ربك يعلم انك تقوم ادنى من ثلثي الليل ونصفه وثلثه وطائفه من الذين معك والله يقدر الليل والنهار علم ان لن تحصوه فتاب عليكم فقرؤوا ما تيسر من القران علم ان سيكون منكم مرضى واخرون يضربون في الارض يبتغون من فضل الله واخرون يقاتلون في سبيل الله فقرؤوا ما تيسر منه وأقيموا الصلاة وآتوا الزكاة وأقرضوا الله قرضا حسنا وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجرا واستغفروا الله إن الله غفور رحيم